Hey, back in. Y'all know if y'all back for another episode of Unscripted Vibes, man. It's your boy KG. It's your boy Nitty. Yup, hey, and y'all, y'all looking at the right? Nah, this ain't the hot route. Right. We got your boy Tumbo in the house today. We got a special guest with us tonight. Our boy Tumbo. T Boney. Hey, Tumbo is in the mother building today. Yes, Hey, we ain't talking football today, though. We, right. We, Welcome we, to the show, Tumbo. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Blessed to have me, man. Blessed to be on here, man. Thank y'all for even inviting me on y'all on this platform to to speak my speak my knowledge and, and bless this mic. For sure, man. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, brother. Definitely one of you on here for some time now, man. Hey, it's, it's a long time coming. Man. I'm glad to have That's both y'all. It's real. This is like a this is like a a reunion to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Celebrating black history. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, it's, it's, it's like the same thing. But uh, hey man, Tombo, we like to do this thing on the show, man, to where we check in with people every single day. Uh, you go through something different. You know what I mean? Whether it can be an up or a down. Job, it can be an up or a down throughout your life or whatever. So we do a weekly check-in with people's mental health because mental health here on Unscripted is a very important thing. So I'm going to go to Tombo since he's tonight's guest. I'm going to yep. go to him first. What's your weekly mental like right now, brother? Your weekly mental. No bad, y'all. Hey, um, before you well, answer that. Well, on, right man. now, um... I'm just say, you know, I, I just recently, uh, show. <laughs> I recently just got, um, I was going through some things um, that I had to get through. Uh, I just got, I just really recently got, um, got saved. Congratulations, brother, on that too. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. That's what I'm going to be proud of. Some, some, a dark place at the end at the time of my life, man, and um, I had to step back and leave everything alone, mm-hmm. uh, and I had to go be- get right with God first, man, and um, yep. that was the first thing I had to do just to get my mental right. Um, I had to quit smoking, um, and like I said, just get, 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 my, get, my, get me right first. Then mm-hmm. That's when I was able to Reach out and, and and get back to where I was going and back on my right path. But mental right. health is a very big thing, man. And if you for sure, get it if you get if you go get it checked in. If you get it checked in right in there, man. Definitely. Okay, so. But I definitely concur to that, man. Uh, what about you, Nitty? So I mean, as always, this week has been. Been a, a little rough just because of the fact that um, uh, a couple of my coworkers, or a few of my coworkers, rather say they were all sick. Um, one of them went and got tested today, um, and it came back that he had flu B. And um, something I had been trying to tell these cats is that how you beat around being sick is number one. You got to take uh, vitamin C because yeah. that, that, that's a vitamin that we do not always get enough of into our system. Then number two, start also taking elderberry. Um, elderberry is good, man. 
Yeah, yeah. Super good. Like it is a super immune good. system booster. Oh, um, and then um, the other one that I've been trying to get people to understand to to start taking is echinacea. It's um, another good one. That's another I was good in, one too. I was introduced to echinacea back when I was a teenager by my mom. Like I don't know where she got it from, but um shout out to my mom's like if she ever watched the show i think i think she did tell me that she's watched a couple but um that's cool oh she oh also she did want to let me know to let you know kg that she's very proud of us and what we're doing so and that means that means a lot coming from mom man mom dukes man uh, uh tell her i appreciate her man from the bottom of my heart man most definitely, definitely. and um and then like making sure that like you take you take all of those at least twice a day, first thing in the morning and then yep. right before you go to bed. And when you go to bed, actually get wrapped. Oh yeah, there is a, a huge difference between going to sleep and getting rest. Yep. Rest is where like you are allowing your body to like fully immerse itself into sleep. So when you're able to get rest, you're letting your body heal. That's why mm-hmm. with a lot of times when people go into the hospital with certain like uh, tragic accidents and stuff like that, they put them in a coma. So that way, yeah. you mean the act they can take the active part of the brain away from the body while it's still you know, in the body, but allowing the body to actually rest and heal to, itself. Not so, to cut you off right there, but something something that you just said, man, it, it clicked to me, man. Uh, when you were talking about, you know, they actually have to force the body to go to sleep for the body to heal. You know, I remember that really didn't hit me, and that understanding really ain't hit me until we had to deal with it with our boy Donnie. You get what I'm saying? Right. When right. Donnie was going through that, man, uh, they were saying like he had some type of defect. I remember on his heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were putting him, they were inducing him into a coma. I remember that time when me and uh, Erica went out there, and uh, I was like, Well, why are they putting him to sleep? Wouldn't that, you know what I mean? Would that kind of play a part in making him a lot more weaker or what? But I no. understood now, yeah, why they it, did it. It's so that way his body actually has because the body is, um, is a very like mystical machine. Like right, they're still right. trying to figure out why I mean the body does certain things. Um, but when you allow the body to actually rest, the yeah. body then has a time to be able to heal itself. Like I said, them inducing you into a coma, it, it's their way, like I said, of taking the active part of the brain away from the body while it's still in the body. Um, yeah. And like I said, allowing you to rest. So um and trying to get these guys to understand that. And I'm telling them, like, I got to listen to me on this, man. I'm not I'm not telling y'all this. I'm not going to tell you something that's going to hurt you. Like, right. I'm telling you this because I like being able to come to work and see you guys here. I don't want to, mm-hmm. like, be here at work and y'all not here. Right. Like, right. Even though, at, like, it's work and they're really not, like, brands per se. They're yeah. associates. But I always like to. What's going on, they, uh, Chuck? What's good, bro? Definitely, definitely appreciate it, brother. Thank you for appreciate it. Out, welcome man. here anytime, man. Yes, definitely welcome in anytime, bro. Um, 
so that right there is, is a good a good friend of mine um i met him um when me and my ex-wife was still together uh we met in a group <laughs> and we've been friends ever since like we've never met in person but i mean like i consider him a really good friend like so um but <clears throat> And it, it, but to go back to what I was saying, it's not to say that they're not like friends like that. Right. You mean they good people, they got good hearts. And I mean, we all get on each other's nerves as just a part of being at work with people. So, but yeah, just wanting them to understand like, hey, I mean, we got to take care of our bodies. Like, and one of the, one of the best ways to do it is to take these vitamins because like i said our bodies don't get enough of these essential vitamins and the foods that we eat on a daily basis so and, and i implore anybody who who watches us to uh <laughs> made fish sticks yeah <laughs> um to take heed to this like bro vitamin c uh echinacea and elderberry they are all immune system boosters take these and i i almost can guarantee you that as far as any kind of sickness that comes through past y'all your body will beat it so other than that man hey the week has been as always work come home do the family thing like so definitely so how your week been bro i'll say um I mean today, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. It been it been tough, y'all. It been tough, man. Uh, I use this show as therapy. You know what I'm saying? Give give people a part of me that they usually don't see on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I think about my mama a lot, man. I think about my mama a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? I seen a, a video today to where uh, I want to say boys to men. They were singing a mama song. And one of them was singing the, the, the mama song, man. He broke down because his mom just passed away from COVID. Yeah. So when I seen that, bro, I broke down. I broke down this morning. I broke down this morning all the way. Just people just don't know because I just don't, you know what I mean? I just don't never say it. So if y'all assume I'm being strong sometime, yeah, yeah, I am. But hey, behind closed doors, boy, I, I be struggling, man. I really do. Yeah, I be struggling. Sorry for cutting you off, man, but you know I have a I have a big family. Uh, Kendall, you know, you know I yeah. have a real big family, and uh, I I lost so many family members, man, and and half the time, like I said, and it was deep family, it's like close family members, yeah, and um. I just lost. I, well, I, I ain't gonna say I just lost, but it, it was recent. I lost. Uh, I got a brother that was murdered. My father died. My biological father died, and um, his mother died within the same week. Mm-hmm. So it still it still hunts me. It still hurts me. Uh, sometimes, like I say, I, certain situations it, it make me go into deep thought on certain things. And um, what I usually do is, like I said, I I, I try to think about the good things that happen and and, and, mm-hmm. and keep positive thinking because, like I said, I, I still I still have not agreed. Um, I haven't really told nobody this. 
But um, Whoa, when my brother died, he he got murdered. Mm. Um, I didn't get to go. My, my family didn't reach out to me oh, yeah. talking about the funeral. Yeah. I still mm. don't even know where my brother was uh was buried. Um, like, like I said, it's and it, and it hurts. Um, I really got I didn't really get to speak to my grandmother. Um, I said I got to before she passed. I got to speak to her when she was in the hospital, and right. the she passed. Uh, and I was supposed to go to the funeral. Nobody let me know about nothing. Mm. And like I said, that stuff still hurts me, y'all. Yeah, I'll say, messed up. I'll say, like, man, with because I ain't never told nobody this. Uh, the only person to know this is my queen. Um, me and my sister, we didn't even have enough to pay for my mom's funeral, bro. We didn't. We didn't even have enough because the way my mom had, you know, she she had insurance. She took out. A little bit of money to try to help us out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she's right. been done that, and you know, with me and Sherry, like that's all she had, you know what I'm saying? She had mm-hmm. like brothers and sisters that would say they cared, you get what I'm saying? They say, like, right. Oh man, I'm gonna come up right. there and see my sister, I'm gonna come up there and take care of her. I'm gonna come, guess what, brother? Guess how many of them that we've seen over the last few years since my mom been in the hospital, right? We ain't seen right. none of them. And it continued to be like that over and over. Just hold on, just from saying it just kept going over and over and over. And if it wasn't for that woman upstairs, bro, if it wasn't for her, I'm telling y'all, man, I would not be standing before y'all today. I'm telling y'all that right now because it's like so. It, so it hurt. I, I want, it hurt deep. Something I want both of y'all to understand, um, as well as you too, Chuck. Um, appreciate that, man. We appreciate it. Definitely Bro, so, man. Listen, all three of y'all. Or if you lost as well, man. Uh Chuck, I know you you're about as old as I am. Man, listen, if y'all ever, ever need somebody to talk to, please do not hesitate to give me a call. Like For seriously. Sure. KG, sure. you know, you know, like, bro, you yeah. call me, I mean, often, but when you in them situations where, like, bro, you, like, you feel low and, like, shit is just bothering you like that, please yeah. don't hesitate to reach out to me. Tumbo, man, same thing, bro. Yeah. Hey, from, what you, from listening to your beginning part of, like, saying how you I mean you just went and got saved and you're trying to like yeah. get back in connection with the lord and shit bro call me like man hey we need to Definitely link so. like bro i'll give you my number i, I yeah. told kg um like after we had did one of our episodes of the hot route that i needed to add you on facebook bro mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you my number when i add you like because like seriously please don't ever hesitate to yeah. call me dogs Hey, I, I don't want to say this, man. I want to say this real time. quick, though. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for my brother, uh, Tombo, I wouldn't even know this guy. I wouldn't even know him at all. Like, I wouldn't know. Like this man has known me ever since I've been a kid. Yeah. So he more than a friend. He a brother to me, just like you. you know what I'm like, saying, bro, like hey. when I first, when Go I ahead. first came, when I first moved down to the valley, Valley Homes, Lincoln Heights, Ohio. When I first moved down there. Man, I ain't know nobody down there because I was an up the hill type of nigga. You know what I mean? I we was up the hill on, on Jackson. Remember? Remember? Like we met you up on Jackson and stuff. So it's like, man, dang, man. 
Hey, the first thought, I was like, man, I don't feel like dealing with these down the hill niggas, man. Like, I, don't, I don't feel like I don't feel like hanging with them, man. But then I met some cool niggas, man. It was Tombo, it was Cello, it was Reese, it was Rick. You know what I'm saying? I knew that this was gonna be my people, like my group, like right. You know what I'm saying they and they was cool, man. I've been that's down pretty much, every last one of them ever since. You know that's pretty much how it happened with me. Like, um, I moved around. Um, oh man, oh man, mm. bro. So sorry to hear that, man. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. So I'm very, sorry, very sorry. Goodness. I'm so sorry, I, brother. I couldn't even imagine, dog. Ooh, wow. Like none, none of us, Ooh. anybody who watched this show would man, never oh, be man. able to imagine that type of like trauma that's trauma dog man, like on some real live ass shit that's trauma um man. but Ooh. like um Ooh. when i moved around a lot when i was a kid like um and we were living in finneytown with my grandfather and my grandmother and um my mom was like well yeah. Amazing. Um, mm. my foster mom needs somebody to, you mean, help take care of her. And my pops was like, "Well, where where is this at?" And she was like, "Lincoln Heights." Now I had never heard anything about Lincoln Heights. I didn't know nothing about Lincoln Heights. Yeah. And I went to school. I was going to uh, uh, Pleasant Hill, out in Finneytown, and. I was telling some of my friends out there, like, yeah, we get ready to move. We get ready to move to Lincoln Heights, bro. Don't you know that everybody looked at me like, mm-hmm. nigga, do you realize where you moving? And I'm right, like, right. what's what's wrong with Lincoln Heights? They was like, bro, <laughs> don't, don't move out there, dog. Even at that time, it was full of love, though. It like, was. Bro, hey, it was and, full of, it, Cause nowadays, well, we'll get to that later, but so, um, when we moved out there, uh, man, like I didn't know nobody like, and it just so happened that one summer I was sitting outside on my front porch and my big cousin rolled by on a bike and I'm like, was that my cousin? So I'm sitting out there like, and I run in the house and I tell my mom, I was like, Hey, I think I just saw my cousin Landon. She was like, Oh yeah, they grandfather stay out here. I was like, wait, what? So I go back out. And I'm sitting out on the porch, just watching. You know what I'm saying, like zone life. You know how it is, KG. Like yeah. and tumble. Yeah, I know how but, it is. Just watching. But the you zone know, life. I'll and, say this: like, if it wasn't since we own this, like, if it wasn't for the zone, man, like, if it wasn't for the yeah. zone, man, I wouldn't be so street smart. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have the friends that I did. Definitely. I probably would have been a lame in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, hey, but people it, actually showed respect because they knew where it was. It was given. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I forever salute the hood. A zone one five, man. zone Four, fifteen, five, two, man. one five. Like real yeah, talk, that, man. I forever salute it, man. Exit thirteen. Yeah, yep. that's 13. I will forever that, salute that's home, it. Forever salute it, man. Um, and I ended up meeting Curb. Oh, Curb, uh, yeah, yeah. And Matt Curb, yeah. it was like he brought me around Donnie, Joe, uh, Eric, Skip, uh, your brother, Herm. Like, man. and we're going to get Curb on here, man. I'm going to have to get Curb on here. Yeah, I'm going to have to get him on here. 
from then sure, on, man. it was like if you saw one of us, you saw all of us. Cause yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it was. Like, I mean, it was hey, like we just. I'm 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 gonna tell him this too. Like, so when I met bro, like when I met him, we used to live up in these apartments on Jackson. We used to live right across from the uh from the Gilberts. I know you know a few of the Gilberts, Not, like bro. That, that ain't when we met, huh? It, it that was ain't when we met. No, it, it ain't. Yeah, bro. I, I bet you. I bet you when you was, when y'all was still living down on Chamberlain. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm. Hey, I'm small at this point though. And then Remember, and when y'all lived in, in uh, Valley Homes. Let me see. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, I will yeah. say so, but. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, like, so dang, where you go, Tumbo? Okay, so but anyways, they uh they they had a bachelor pad after my mom moved out, right? Now I'm gonna tell the censor. Don't version, tell this story. Right? I'm gonna tell I'm not, not I can't tell everything on here. I, I definitely can't. Don't but, say, bro, don't tell this story. I ain't no Vlad TV, I ain't gonna say everything. Bro, they had a bachelor pad. Now you know what this goes down. In, this was the me. spot. So, I, I came up there one day, man. I'm a little nigga in there, man. I'm like, I'm like ten. I'm probably like ten. Let's go to him like when I was like ten, man. I go in here. I say, man, what's going on, man? What y'all in here up to today, man? Man, nothing much, man. Uh, we gonna send somebody to go get some food. We had a had a good time last night. I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah, it looks like y'all did. You get what I'm saying? I'm what the word. For hey, Tumbo, imagine, imagine being a little kid hanging around Death Row. <laughs> That's why he laughing, bro. I'm dead serious, bro. bro. I'm dead serious, bro. Oh, hey, yeah. I was yeah, I was doing the, yeah, I was doing the most, bro. Doing the ain't most. most. I was doing the most. <laughs> remember, remember, uh, remember that boy T Tone. Hey, that cat, bro. When you talk about somebody savage and ruthless, hey. I wasn't bro. too. I wasn't. I wasn't too scared of too many niggas back in the day. I on some real stuff. I really wasn't. But like, that that was a nigga. Like okay, it, it's some stories he mean, about he mean, that. He mean business. Oh, I know. That, I know. Like bro, this shit was niggas, like, niggas, we can't. We can't really talk about it like that. Niggas wasn't too far away from. Don't you know want to incriminate Like don't want to incriminate like, people, but. Niggas, Hey, it was some yeah. Let's you know this is a show. Shit, this is a show, man. This is a show. This is a show. But you know, uh, <laughs> hey. But like, let's get on to something else, man. For the viewers, man. I know we can get caught up and talk about that all day, all day long. Again, man. This is unscripted vibes, man. So you know, obviously, this month is Black History Month, man. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. So I'm gonna play a little clip, man, for the people. You know, we got to celebrate Black History Month everywhere, not just here on unscripted, but we got celebrated every single day. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, we've we've been through a lot. We succeeded through a lot, and we'll continue to to keep rising through the top too. So, this is just a little a look back at some monumental moments and some monumental sayings back back when uh Black History was first being solidified. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like life, I'll rise. 
I refuse to accept the view that mankind is so tragically bound to the starless midnight of racism and war that the bright daybreak of peace and brotherhood can never become a reality. We declare our right on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary. Soul has no color, no shape, no form. You have the power to change perception to inspire and empower and to show people how to embrace their complications and see the flaws and the true beauty and strength that's inside all of us. That's right. I have wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. Only last week, I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. For those who marched and for those who prayed and for those who sang and bled and for those who believed and for those who died, I stand as 10,000 to the 10th power. Yeah, couple couple uh, notable quotes, man, from some uh, big figures in the black community, man. Um, like I said, just don't celebrate Black History just this month, but just do it every day. Finding your hearts to get better, finding your hearts to improve every day. You know what I mean? Like finding your hearts to be proud of who you are. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go to y'all, man. On this next note, like what what are some of y'all best or some of y'all favorite moments in Black History? It can be anything. It could be you know, sports, it could be politics, it could be whatever y'all want, man. It could be whatever y'all want. Whatever y'all want, man. So my favorite moment in black history, um there there's actually a couple. Appreciate it, bro. This, this one it stands out the most to me. During his campaign trail, Barack Obama. As he was giving his speech, or one of his speeches, um, there was a video that was made, and it had Sam Cook. A change is gonna come. Yeah, and like sitting here thinking about that moment right now, like the first time I saw that video, I cried. Like I cried. And even now, as I'm sitting here talking about it, I can like those feelings are coming back and I'm I'm fighting the tears now. But to hear him speak about being the first black man to be wanting to be recognized as the president of the United States, it gave me so much hope for humanity that he was elected to a second term. Yeah. Now, aside of all the like 
the conspiracy theory that presidents really aren't elected, they're selected. Um, still, to put that type of a person with such a powerful voice, like he reminded me of Dr. King. Yeah. And like I was so inspired and like I said, so hopeful for humanity that racism could be ended. Mm-hmm. But as we see, it, it still hasn't been ended and I, I don't think it will be ended like it may not be ended in my, in my lifetime, but I, I pray that like my children and my children's children will be able to see racism be ended and every man and woman not of color not be judged by that color, but by the character. Like That makes sense. That makes so. sense. And I, you know, I don't know. Like I have a lot of, I have a lot of different moments, man. I can, I can go to. Um, I know it's cliche to say this, so don't come for me. But it will still and forever be my my most favorite moment is when Rosa Parks didn't decide to get up. She did not decide to get up from her seat. It'll always be my favorite because, you know, she stood toe to toe. And let them know, like, hey, we're not going nowhere. No matter what you throw at us, no matter what you say to us, we're never going nowhere. And we stand up for something bigger, even bigger than us. You know what I mean? Right. It's individual. So, you know, short and sweet, I think that would be my favorite moment. I think, you know, Rosa Parks not getting up from her seat because, of course, like you said, it, it, it didn't stop or it didn't slow down nothing. But that, I felt was the beginning of something very, very special that we were building upon and that we will still build upon now. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think once I look back at that and then looking forward to where we're going, hey, like I said, man, it may not stop, but it can certainly get better. It can certainly get better. We all going to keep working towards better. That's the point. Me, I have, I I have, I could, I could write a book. Um, But one of my... Mm. And um, all of us can uh, relate to this, um, but one of my touching, one of the most iconic moments that I experienced, and I'm, I'm, I'm I know like Martin Luther King, I, I can go, but that Leonard Floyd, that changed, yeah, a whole lot, yeah. Yeah, that, that did. That, that changed the whole lot in our future. Like uh, that changed the whole lot in this in this generation, man. Because that Black Lives Matter, that that those words still stand mm-hmm. as we speak right now. I that's one of the most one of the most iconic ones because like you had all ethnic backgrounds standing for that Black mm-hmm. Lives. Matter. Yeah, that's matter. And then I could I could say too on that man just the just the rallying that we did to get to to make sure that guy got what he deserved yeah you know that was a that yeah that showed a lot 
that showed that nothing can beat us. Yeah, nothing because beat us. that that then led to Ahmad Aubrey's, I mean, killers yeah. be brought to justice. Like, so yep. yeah, that was a that's a great one, Tumbo. Yeah, that was, that, was that that was probably one of the one of my biggest out of all because you got you had kids walking around with signs black lives matter black lives matter black lives matter that was probably like one of the biggest for me that's that that's what stands out um like a couple of them stands on there and i know i got i don't know don't 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 give me no backlash when i say this but nah you free on here brother what them what the what the people that before us was saying how them I know right now a lot of them is turning over in their grave. Yeah. Don't be, I'm, I'm gonna be real with y'all, y'all, because they they did so much for the African American community, mm-hmm. and they kind of just sit there and uh, with the generation that we have now, they just sit there and just pour acid on on on, on what they what they was doing, just just literally burnt. Bridges, mm-hmm. Fikes. like they really Fikes. burnt bridges, and it's up to us now to um, bring up topics like this so people can hear this, and um, that's why I joined the Elks and all that because we have to make a change, you guys. Like we have to, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and right. it starts with us. It starts with yeah. us. That's Fikes, you, my my my. For instance, this off this is off this 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 off topic, but my uncle showed me a picture, man. They confiscated a airsoft gun that looked dare near like a nine millimeter from a, mm. a, a, a look from a fourth grader. Wow. A fourth grader. Wow. That's if scary, a police man. officer would have seen that 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 airsoft gun, he would have killed that little boy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Tamir Rice. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Brown. So, it's up to us, man. And and like I told him, like Trayvon, it's only, it's only it's only a three percent of our population that's actually trying to help these kids, man. Like they're they're all young. Like like if you look on TV on the news and everything, man, they got kids just jumping out and beating up on people. Like right, right, even though. Even though that happened to us, they just now showing it on TV because it, it, it's on it's on the camera. But with back in the day, either one of us would have go to any other neighborhood. Okay. Say for instance, I went to Bond Hill back in early two thousand. We didn't have no cameras on the on the no uh cell phones to take videos. Hey. We was getting jumped like that back in the day. Real talk. Uh when we used to go down, when me and my cousin used to go down there and play basketball down in Reading, I went down every single trip it did. Every single trip it did just because of this. It is insane, bro. We mean, cannot go play basketball for nothing. To, we going out here on a regular day. We minding our own business. You get what I'm saying? And just all of a sudden, like, oh, y'all not supposed to be down here. I'm like, this is in the year like what 20, 2010. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Like, I was talking like, to my wife, man. 
Sorry, cutting you off, Nick. No, go ahead. Make this quick. Um, my job, I deliver cabinets, and I go to certain neighborhoods, certain mm-hmm. areas, and I deliver. I knock on these people's doors, and first thing they see, oh, a black guy coming to my door. You can look in their faces and see, and it. you can see it. I don't want this man touching what I got. I don't. It could be a box. I don't want this. Quick story. This is this is this is true. This just happened to me a few weeks ago. I told my wife. I go inside of a a, a customer house. I had a, a pantry. The guy I work for, his name Mitch. He was uh he he went in. He's speaking to them. Hey, they conversate with this man like like. They, he say good morning to them and everything. They, hey, how you doing? Hey. I say, clearly, just like him. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> good morning. They look at me just like this. <laughs> right. Like. Uh, you said you was, and, and, they, and they had talked to him. They would look straight past me like I wasn't even there. They look. So you said, I got to figure out, so how you doing today? I'm like, wow. But I'll be like, you know what? That's fine. That's cool. So I know what it is. I um like I've said on the show before, um, I was the service center manager for Valvoline. Well, the Valvoline that I worked at was is in a city called Evansville. Mm-hmm. And down here in this little little spot of where I'm at, like you know they down here. You you know that type is here. So um there was this one one particular like Friday, Friday afternoon. It's hot outside. Like I'm getting ready to actually get off work because it, it my weekend off was coming. And <laughs> I see pull up on our lot this truck. And it's got a Confederate flag on the front. As soon as I saw it, I said, Oh, here we go. Here we go. So I got them in. I jump in the window I, to be the CSR. And as soon as I said, hey, how's it going? I got that look like fucking nigger. I'm like, bro, you're not going to bother me with that. I don't give a damn about you. You know what I'm saying? Not liking me because of the color of my skin. You're going to pay me this money to get your oil changed or you're going to take that shit on down the street. That's just what it is. So we I, was, I, I was my bad, my bad to cut you off, boy. Like we was down in Florida or whatnot, oh, down to Siesta Keys. And boy. we're sitting down there, we're having breakfast. My woman, my queen, is wearing her Juneteenth. That's that that it's the yellow, it's the green, it's the I remember black that story. Real flowing dress. You know what I'm saying? I'm hungry as can be. Just woke up from a night of drinking, super hungry. We go to this this spot off of the Siesta Keys. I, a matter of fact, it was Sarasota. Sarasota. Mm-hmm. Hate the name drop, y'all, but yes, it was Sarasota. We go inside of this place. First thing I see is an old man. He effing June effing Juneteenth. God, they they got their nerve, huh? What? Hold on, what? I'm like, okay. So I went to go sit down. Like I ain't just hear that. I ain't just hear it. We go sit down. Waiter asks us what we want. 
he's still looking at me, cattle corner, looking at me and still talking trash. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell my queen during that time because it makes no sense for two people to be that angry. All right. I have no. Like, bro, I, I still don't understand why they are so angry with well, us. Right. So I, I, I automatically tell the waiter, we got to go pack this up. He looked at me like, what, what is wrong? It don't matter. Pack it up. We got to go. He's, he was like, oh, he could feel my energy. I'm like, man, bro, I'm not about to deal with this. I'm already away from home. If I end up doing something to this yeah. old man down here, it, I'm not getting out, no. bro. I know, you know that that bring that brings up the, the thought not. of the memory of seeing that video of that guy. Um, yeah, yeah, of that guy getting smacked. The white, the black guy smacking that white with guy with the like, T, right? No, no. And uh, they was in a, I think they were in an Applebee's or something. But bro, this old, this black, this older black gentleman talking to this older white man, like bro, the older white man called him a nigger. That black man gave him the business. He smacked him one time, and like. The white guy kind of stumbled back. Man, he came back up and, was, and he smacked him again. Said, "Call me another nigger. Call me another nigger." And then you smacked know, him again. Like, bro, hey, like we are not our grandparents, bro, or great grandparents, great great grandparents. We are not them. You know, my thing is this: America is just so backwards. Especially with this race thing, because like I was sitting there telling, like I told a guy at my job, they prefer us. Like they, they like they celebrate every other holiday. People get off, but when it comes to Martin Luther King Day, even Juneteenth, which they're which they they're just now, them. they're just now actually making uh, well. It's been Juneteenth a few years, is a Juneteenth just passed not that as, long as ago. A national holiday, yep. like and uh, but they like it just passed not as long ago for Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday to be a national holiday, like and it, it's it's not even a national holiday where like the Fourth of July where people get off work and uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day. I mean. It's sad, man. Like, it, especially it really like is. Juneteenth, we got our, we got our independence. Juneteenth, that's when the slaves was well, truly free. Was you're right, free except yep. for Tennessee because they, I mean Texas. I'm sorry, Texas, Texas. They did not actually release their slaves until. The until the United States government went down there and told them, y'all have to release these slaves. And I asked my, I asked, I asked one of my supervisors, I was like, so we yeah, got all yeah. these other days off. Why don't y'all recognize Juneteenth to be a national holiday? Why can't we just be off on that day? Man, I can oh, get I mean, really into it. Ain't it ain't that? Ain't, oh, yeah, we can go real deep on this, bro. I just, like, I just ain't got the time, but. No, no, nah, nah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. What you were saying? Oh, yeah. shoot. Hey, other topic. Nah, Sorry. You good, bro. 
I and was looking I at asked him, I'm like, why? And he was being, he used to be in the, he said, he said it like this. He said it just like this. He's like, man, I, I don't want you to take this no type of way, but they don't give a F about y'all. Oh, nah, for and sure. We definitely don't. And I couldn't even get mad at him because like, he, 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 a, black, he a white guy, but he, but he was being truthful. He's like, bro, brother to brother, I don't want you to take this. I, I ain't, I ain't calling you out. No, I ain't calling you inward, but they don't care nothing about y'all black people, bro. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. That's true, it is, though. It, it is true. Because it, it, the saddest thing about it is the fact that due to our great, great, great grandparents building this nation and they profited off of it, still are profiting off of it, which is why we as black people now are asking white people to help us dismantle the systems that were put in place that disenfranchise us and speak, bro. Speak. Just, speak. And just because of the fact that you as a white person don't see it or it has not affected you does not mean that we as black people are lying about our Preach. experience. Preach, bro. Preach. That's what it is. Like, our experiences and in, in living in this country need to be validated and it needs to be not, not only by us because while yes we kill each other we fight with each other but a lot of it comes from not having the same opportunities as everybody else mm-hmm. that's fine but hey that's look like, like kg cool. said i mean we could sit here and talk about this all like this could be a four-day episode of yeah. us just yep. talking about this uh-huh. so let, let's go ahead and move on uh, <laughs> i knew i was like i was just i was just sitting right here right. like <laughs> bro because hey i could go forever i mean oh, i was no i'll do it but uh, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Terrence, you said what so. now? Look at the world now. Our ancestors created everything around us, and they benefit off of it. And what do you call yes. that? The human. Yes. yes. You gotta think. You gotta think about it. Fried chicken, barbecue. They wasn't thought about none of that. And they, they put their name hey, on it. Hey, I said it best. I said last week. In every hood, where do you got? Where do you get? You got a hair store. You got a liquor store. And you got a chicken store over that boy. Why was the why why is it those specific stores that they put there? And and the, the messed up part about and the messed up part about it ain't not narrowing one of them owned by a black person. That's what I'm saying. Asians. But hey, hey, don't shoot the messenger. Thank we you. Don't no, move no, on. We, we ain't mad at the Asians. We ain't mad uh, at, yeah, we ain't mad at the Hindus. No, nah, they know we ain't. We, we, we they big supporters. We I mean, they biggest supporters, man. Yeah, but they're also exploiting that too. That too. But I mean, we, we still ain't mad at them. Like we nah. understand because you got to get your money too. But it's like go do that in your own neighborhood. Let us. You know I mean let us take care of us? And they don't want to see that. Black if Wall we, Street. You look at like so. like. <laughs> Uh, hooks like hooks chicken, 
all these little places like that, the that gas have, stations, like, these gas stations with the chickens, they're all ran by Arab. But guess what? Oh, bro, let let a black man open up a a, a, a gas station and put the chicken spots in it. They another bro, people the first spot that they the first place that they put. And I, I'm I'm sorry to kind of cut y'all off from what y'all was saying, but it just made me think about how they even got Lincoln Heights again, how they got it so closed in now, and how they built the highway. So they Bro, built the highway hey. now to where it's like, you know what I mean, you can't get back out the same way. And they it's did a, they put that chicken spot at the end. It, it's a whole story about Lincoln Heights. Oh, like, I, I'm I'm. I'm Bro, already hit. I'm, I'm already hit. Like, I'm, I'm hit. Lincoln Heights was his own city at one point, yeah. and they couldn't stand yeah, it. Yeah, man. So, yeah, and uh, GE, and, like you know, Evendale used to actually be a part of Lincoln Heights. It did, but they they put Lincoln Heights was meant. How do I put it? I'm gonna just say it. Lincoln Heights was always meant to be trapped. It was always meant to be trapped, bro. The, how, on, on how they put it, they put it down in a hole. If you look at it from a geographical standpoint, Lincoln Heights is down in a hole, bro. It is. And, and it's built around a lot of these corporations GE that's polluting being, the city. GE being the number one corporation, GE gave the government, when they came in and they bought up the land, GE then gave the government the land to be able to build 75 going through there. Yeah, yeah. Because it sure. was always the because Lincoln Heights was a prosperous city, a prosperous black city. The first black city in and the most land. Like, bro, yeah. hey, when I tell you that you know what I'm saying, like, even Dale used to be a part of Lincoln Heights. Um, if I'm not mistaken, a little portion of uh like Woodlawn, Woodlawn, Woodlawn used to be a part of Lincoln Heights. A part of Lachlan used to be a part of Lincoln Heights. Um, and then a, a part of uh Glendale used to be a part of Lincoln Heights. But when they put the when they put 75 through it, they said, Yeah, this is our way of being able to tear it down, bring it down, and make it to where it ain't a part of nothing no more. But if y'all wanted to get deeper than that, which I'm not, it, it's the way they the way they plotted and was bringing certain stuff mm -hmm. into Lincoln Heights, mm -hmm. make it like I said, mm -hmm. man. It's, it, I can really say a lot. I really I already, can, already, and already know the one thing that one of the one things that you're talking about is the shooting range for the Cincinnati Police Department. That yeah, that was a major thing in a way, like, bro. That's that was major, up, like. How hey, if that was anywhere else, man, it wouldn't have been there that long. No. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been they, there that they long. They would have made them go all the way out to the sub, like to the super suburbs, the country, and do that. Williamsburg and right. I remember I remember being in school, being being outside on the playground set, hearing them shoot. Yeah. All day. I remember hearing it all day long. You came back in the day. You can go to the projects, kill somebody, and they'll think that's it's the gun range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My little, yep, my, sure. my, my little cousin, man. She was only, uh, she was only, was a sixteen, and she was murdered. And we pulled up to her to where she was. We didn't get even get out the car. 
they thought, oh, it was it was just a shooting range, but they didn't know the whole time this this little young girl was sitting on the side of this house dead. Bruh, bruh, I hey Tumbo, I never told you this, bro. And I'm telling you this right now alone here. This is how small the world is. Like, and I hey, the person who found your cousin was my cousin. Yeah. That's correct. Car- Carla. Carla. Mm-hmm. Carla found her. I, I'm it hurt. I'm like. Like when I heard about it, I'm like, "What?" I said, and then I recognized. Her. I said, "Oh, that's tumbles and on people," and I was hurt I, I for didn't y'all. Even know that. I, I was, yeah, that. man, because she was living in uh, she's living on was that Love Court? Was that Love Court or? Yeah. You I know when they Love found Court. her. You know when they because my little cousin they was they stayed down there a long time ago. When they first moved back into uh, Go ahead, Cincinnati, Portland, I'll be right back. They were where they found her body is where she was raised. Oh man. So when she first came back from Colorado, that was the first place that they moved was in the projects and that in Love Court. Yep. And they stayed, that's where they found her body, right beside the house that she actually came back to Cincinnati and lived in. Man. That's that would hurt, that would hurt even more. That but, hey, can, they, condolences. May Matei rest in peace, man. But condolences to you, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to Lewis, man. Shout out to Dave. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the whole film, man. For real, man. Uh, and like I said, man, I know y'all and y'all and took a lot of hits, man. Too. Yeah. And uh, it's another crazy man. thing. My my brother was murdered down there as well, too. What? Uh, yeah. Um, Jarek. Yeah, yeah, I know who he was. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was uh. Killed I didn't know that was your brother though. Yeah, I didn't know it was your brother. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's yeah, that he was even murdered down there, man. May my brother rest in peace. Like they, like I said, they was shooting at the time at the gun range. Yeah. So, See, and you know what, brother, man, us talking about the gun range and stuff like that is sad because I didn't talk to Nitty about this too. You know, whenever we would hear that gun range go off, it really dealt trauma to us over the years, man. It desensitized yeah. us to people getting yeah, shot. Because when I would get up in the morning and when I would watch the news, like on some real stuff, I would look and be like, oh man, dang, I know who that is. Oh well, it's another day here. Like that it desensitized us to it. And I don't really think we understood that until like up till now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that the people of Lincoln Heights really don't have to go through that no more, man. They don't have to go through the, right. the constant shooting because those kids don't deserve that, man. No, we all know how hard it is out there already. You know what I mean? Striving for better. So definitely, man. Definitely uh props, props goes up to the council, man, for getting that gone, man. Mm-hmm. We supposed to been how that gone, but yeah. moving on. Uh we gonna go to a quick promo commercial, real quick, and then we're gonna come back, man. So we're going to go and see what Kazo and them got to say as usual on the promo. So we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Uh, this is your boy, AD. I just wanted y'all to go check out my boy, uh, KG's uh, podcast by the name of Inscriptive Vibes. Um, has great information that you don't want to miss out on tonight around 830, 835. Uh, tune in. Yo, this your boy, The Fire, right here, man. Checking in. Sure that y'all can check out the Unscripted Vibes podcast. Wherever you can get your hands on it, that's what you need to do. Straight up. 
Yeah, man. Hey, we're going to get new promo, man. Y'all promise. We're we going to get the new one in there. I know y'all tired of seeing it. But, hey, you know what? It's still all the same promo, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Quit crying, y'all. Still the same promo. I know y'all sitting right. back. Oh, we ain't got the same promo. We ain't got the same. Man, look. Chill. Work with us. Like, damn. Golly, man. Y'all always complain <laughs> over something. I bet y'all the same people to go up in a restaurant talking about some, oh, man, they fries ain't better than Rowley's. <laughs> Oh man, hey man, the Wendy's fries has always been better than McDonald's. Man, shut up, man. Eat right. fries. You've been coming down and, here for years. Hey, anyways, speak, what? Wait, wait, hold on. Wendy's fries ain't. They knew better fries ain't better than McDonald's fries. They man, old fries was. To me, it is. Man, the but, yellow Wendy's hey, the was new, new Wendy fries. Is nah, banging. Nope. Nah, nah bro. Sea salt fries. You nope. crazy? You crazy? Hold on. You're crazy. Them, them, uh, them breakfast wedges at uh Wendy's. I still ain't had their breakfast. Bro. Damn, the best fries like, right now. I need to get breakfast fries. Breakfast. The get you uh, a, a break. Uh, what's the, the uh, the breakfast nader, whatever. Breakfast, how do you, yep, yep, that's what you're talking about. And, and go get you some of them uh, breakfast wedges at Wendy's with a all natural lemonade. You would thank yeah, me. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, look, but like I said, though, hey, Yellow Wendy's was the best Wendy's. Oh, you right, you for right. sure, for you sure, right. for sure, man. Shout uh, out, shout out to the boy Lee Walker, man. That was working down at Wendy's, man. He used to get us right, man. Shout out to the boy Lee Walker, man. Bro, hey, you Lee know he's the one that got me on uh, working down there at one point. Who, who Lee? Yeah, I ain't know that. Yeah, I ain't bro. know that, man. Hey, hey Lee was a baller too. Man, I worked there for two weeks. Hey, I worked there for two weeks and quit. <laughs> you scat, man. Hey, hey, let me tell y'all something, man. So, <laughs> hey, right near, like back in the day, it was at Taco Bell right across the street, man. My brother, he ran the whole thing, man. He was he was a shift manager or whatever. Nigga, I used to go down there and get exclusive tacos, y'all. Bro, I used to go through the drive-through. I'm talking about exclusive stuff. Hold on, hold on now. I'm talking about some stuff that don't even exist on the menu now. All right? Bro, hey, yo, brother, hey, now, hold on, good. hold on now. Lord. I'm about some stuff that you can't get on the menu, y'all. All right, hey, I would get a double wrap chalupa with some fried, uh, some fried Garoppolo on it. I don't know what it is, but it sounded good. So I got that. <laughs> Hey, you know the little dollar, uh, the little dollar, uh, soft taco you used to get? Man, my bro, he used to deep fry the whole thing. I ain't talking about just the tortilla. He would dip that boy down there and deep fry the whole thing. Nigga, I, I told you, hey, put a, put the wrapper on and deep fry it too. I don't care. It's going to taste good either way. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, he used to make some exclusive stuff, bro. I'm telling you. Like, them bro, empanadas. Hey. Them empanadas oh, yeah. that came out. Mm -hmm. Hey. Those nice. Hey, he he kept me Smart. on deck with them empanadas, bro. But hey, hey, but see, this Taco Bell y'all was different. All right, my brother and them, <laughs> man, they, they was running word. the whole, they was running the whole strip mall in Taco Bell. Like, bro, I know you I like, I know you like. Hold on, man, how, how's he doing that? Well, I tell you how, man, nigga. They had a barbershop in there. They had an arcade in there. They was doing all different type of stuff in Taco Bell, man. They was in the back playing Dreamcast, Sega, all day at Taco Bell, all day. You know what I'm saying? They had, they had the uh, shout out to my boy Tommy Morris, man. He used to cut my hair in Taco Bell, bro. Yeah, tacos and barbers don't mix, but hey, if y'all. 
if y'all came down there after 10, back in like, you know, maybe 05, 04, hey, if y'all got here in the full, man, I promise y'all I wouldn't mind. But I probably know who he was. You know what I'm saying? I will say that. But other than that, I don't know. Like, bro, but, man, hey, shout out to my brother, spot, man. man hey. It was some good times, man. Hey, damn good times. And Dudley. Let me tell you what Dudley did, y'all. Hold on. While I'm still on this. Bro, so speaking on this story, my brother had a friend named Dudley. And everybody know what type of dude Dudley was. He he was one that you had to, you know, like, hold on, man. What you, what you, what you doing? Like, so he got him a job there, brother. He took some he took some Taco Bell meat from in the freezer, right? These niggas was having a Taco Bell party on New Year's Eve. They stole all the meat the Taco Bell had down there at the freezer. And these niggas celebrated New Year's Eve by cooking empanadas and making their own tacos. Nigga, they was at my aunt house on Shepherd Lane. Remember my Aunt Curl house? Yep. So yep. we up there, man, it's bottles on top of bottles, man. Bottles on top of bottles. I'm asking my brother. I'm like, man, nigga, you got all of this liquor. You ain't got no food. Said, yes, I do, nigga. He was like, man, when I get off of work, it's covered. I said, man, what? What? You, so what you gonna do, nigga? You ain't cool. He's like, nigga, I'm gonna slide over to Taco Bell, nigga. <laughs> I said, wow, nigga, you is full and for real. <laughs> all you gotta do is boil it and. Uh, and it's good. Yep. That's, That's what he did. Keep it in the bag. Yep. Some well, hot bro. water, drop it in some hot water. You got you some taco meat. You was good, like. But see, what what this is where it went wrong, though. This is where it went wrong. So after the party, they still had a lot of leftover meat, though. That was in the freezer. So <laughs> <laughs> hold on, Tumbo, hold it together, man. They still had a lot of leftover steak, chicken, whatever. <laughs> Nigga, hey. So Dudley rolled up to my house, my crib in uh in the valley when we used to live up there. Tumbo, yeah. you remember where we used to live at? I used to live right there in the front. So he came over, he knocked on the he knocked on the door. My mama came to the door, right? Mama was like, Oh, hey, hey, uh, he was like, Hey, uh, Dudley, she used to call him Dudley too. And he was like, Yeah, hey, is uh is Herm there? She said, Nah. He was like, Well. We had all this leftover meat from the uh, party the other night, and I was wondering, you know, I can sell y'all here this meat. I mean, it's real good quality steak and good quality chicken. <laughs> nigga, nigga, was you trying to sell my mama Taco Bell meat, nigga? <laughs> what was you trying to do, Dudley? Hey, huh? you, sure did, you sure as hell did. Like, uh... This nigga tried to, and then this nigga didn't even have no tortillas that match, bro. It was just the meat. It was the meat, nigga. Hey, but the fucked wait, up part about on, hey, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait hold on. Hey, the fucked nah, up, man. The, the, the it, fucked up part about this whole story uh, is the fact that the meat was already stolen, but he trying to sell it. The meat was already <laughs> stolen, nigga. Hey, and then how you gonna come up here and have the nerve to sell this meat with no sour cream, no, sour, no, no right. hot sauce, no, no mild sauce, no topping, no Diablo, no nothing, man. Like, what bro, you doing? Ain't, ain't have two things that match, but yet was trying to sell the shit. <laughs> Terrence, that was the trapo bell. Trapo bell. Trapo bell. <laughs> right, bro. Hey, when, when I tell you these cats was down, hey, they was down there doing everything, bro. 
Like you can go down there, like Kendall said, you can go down there and get some exclusive ass shit, get your hair cut, throw a couple dollars down, throw a couple dollars down on on a bet for you know what I'm saying, a video game, get a bag of weed, nigga. Hey, 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 real real talk. Hey, I was in there, hey Tombo. I'm like, hey, boy, these chalupas good, man. Hey, pass me stick. Who next on 2K, man? Who next on 2K? Who next? Man, nigga, I bet you two enchiladas, nigga. I bet you two enchiladas, nigga. Two two chalupas, nigga. Who gonna win? Drake, Taco Bell, and that Wendy's down there is legendary, bro. Man, I'm telling you. Yeah, that Wendy's legendary, too, like. Good times, man. It was real good times, boy. Hey, I ain't trying to hold time, y'all on here. If you, was oh, hey, not to not to cut you off, Tombo, but since we got you on here, man, uh, I'm glad we got you on here because we want to talk a little bit about what be going on at the uh Alpha Lodge, man, on the Fridays, bro. You know what I mean? Trying to get people, oh, yeah, in yeah, like that, definitely. So. You know what I'm saying um, that, bro. Yeah, uh, everybody that's watching, um, they can hear me. Yeah, yeah, they can. Every Friday, my uh, cousin, y'all see, that's on the picture. He have uh, uh, drink specials, all tequila, two hours off tequila. It's a good vibe, man. Um, good brothers. I'm an elk. This will be probably about my first, about my first year. Alpha one. Uh, we do have a nice little drink we made. It's called Alpha Bomb. Twenty dollars. You get. Uh, uh, I think it's like ten to fifteen uh, shots, and you. Twenty dollars and you you'll be good. Um, like I said, they trying to do Fridays to full fish fry. Like this weekend, we got something going on this week. Uh, Friday oh, really? they having uh, we, well Saturday they having a uh, um, a domestic violence. Um, oh, that's wild. Yeah, something that's wild. just a charity. Violence. Friday, okay. uh, they got fish, fries, and chicken. Uh, ten dollars get you a plate. Uh, the bars always open. Um, like I said, just good brothers, good vibes, man. Good music, good food. Like I said again, like I said again, uh, come on through. Um, Definitely, y'all heard him, man. Y'all, everybody's welcome. Uh, like I said, we just trying to, we just trying to pay some bills in there, man. Get, yes, get, sir. Get, yes, sir. They, hey, don't and and y'all don't don't embarrass yourself there, man. Don't get too many drinks and start falling over all sloppy and you yeah, know talking like about depending you know, on. If you if you too drunk, they stop you from getting drinks. Yeah, man. good, good, good. It's, it's usually me. like an all they 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 usually do like a two drink minimum because yep. that's all you need. Because the alcohol, the shots and stuff that they give you at Alpha at my lodge is different than the club. Okay, it ain't okay. no drinks at the water down. lodge. It's totally different than <laughs> you gonna get a at a bar. They'll it's give you water a half down. Hey, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, though, Tombo, I'll tell you what, man, this dude right here, him, who, I'm talking about you, who, I'm talking about them shots you make, them shots, should I say Mo? What shots? (laughs) Bruh, hey, I was out of his crib, I was out of his crib, I forgot what Super Bowl it was. No, no pictures, no video, it never happened. He never, he, he scared. He <laughs> never had moonshine in my no life. No video, ain't no pictures. Nigga, I'm sitting lie. right here on a couch. <laughs> I take a sip of it. I'm like, dang, this tastes like apple pie. I sound, I sound. See, I knew I was gonna get done in. I sounded all dumb when I said it. 
That's how I knew that it was going to be worse. So I took some more. It wasn't even the Super Bowl. It was my birthday. Man, nah. nah. That, wasn't, <laughs> that was a different time. Nah, it was my birthday. Lemon drop. Different. That's different. It was my birthday. Man, nah. It was something involving football, though. But It was my birthday. It wasn't, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> I came out there a couple times because, remember, you would make jello shots on your birthday, but you would make them on occasions too. See, that's how much of the shots and did to me. You see what I'm saying? Hundred proof. <laughs> that's vodka. how much it did to me. Hundred proof vodka, bro. Man, he gave me that moonshine tumbo. Man, I walked outside and these niggas had nerve to have some steep steps at the time, bro. Who's <laughs> was living in Hamilton. <laughs> hey, I ain't trying to be funny when I say this, but them steps had me looking like Muhammad Ali, bro. I'm hey. telling you. They had me looking like Muhammad Ali. Look, he wasn't the only one that fell lie. down them steps either. Oh, yeah. Um, we got an annual dance coming up, too, man. Ain't no party oh, like a party, man. I'm telling y'all. Uh, hey, shoot. <clears throat> if y'all get, like, a flyer or something, man, hey, let me know. I'll, I'll put it right on here, too, man. All right. No, we we got, definitely uh, promote we, you, we, have, we got tickets going. Um, I think they're, like, $20. I think, like, $20 or $60 in that range. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's gonna be at the MC. Sixty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but that comes. It's, it comes. It comes with a whole lot. You get uh, hospitality. You will get a that's dinner good, and a dance. Oh well, hey, yeah. No, that's the good. Hospitality that's good. It's all you can drink. It's all oh, you can shoot. drink. Yeah, you can't can't beat it. Can't beat yeah, it. I'm going in the room and they have food. You get uh all you can eat, all you can drink alcohol. And then you got Wait, to dance. What? Yeah, you got to dance. Then I don't give Nitty no idea. Then like, afterwards, bro. after the after the the hospitality, they the Elks they'll buy out the whole MC Suites. Dang. So from for, from the bottom floor all the way up to the top floor, all unlimited rooms. Everybody room gonna be open, and you'll have alcohol all night. Dang. Last time Dang. I went to the annual dance, I it started at seven o'clock. I didn't get in my room till probably about five to six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> they would look Dang. and people still Arnold. be drinking. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, they provide you breakfast, you get free breakfast, all that, and you still got people up still partying. Man, I'm telling y'all, man, if y'all want to party, I, I, it's party. I'm definitely so. Definitely so, man. But well, we gonna move books though. There's a lot of books involved, though. There's a lot of knowledge for sure. It ain't the Elks is not mostly just drinking and everything. We actually yeah. do work. Nah, uh, nah, for sure. For sure. But, like again, y'all come on through <clears throat> Friday, tomorrow. Like y'all brothers, y'all want to come through? Y'all too. Uh, like I said, they got uh man, that's a four hour drive, bro. Well, he'll be yeah, he'll, you, he'll you, be you, up you, here in general, man. Four hour drive, bro. You probably gonna be one well, when you come down here, you want to go somewhere. I got you. We can we can both we can both go. Oh yeah. Hey, not trying to hurry us up along, but I don't know if y'all noticed, but well, I don't kind of want to say this to the audience. I'm not trying to rush y'all out, but it's it's like a hour and 13 minutes, so I kind of want to, you know, I mean, kind of get through these what's the name is. But uh, man, I've seen this viral video, man. Uh, earlier, I want to say today, and if y'all was on Facebook, I'm pretty sure y'all probably seen it now. It's a lot of these to happen a year. This is nothing new, but this instance with this teacher and the student. Hey, look, <clears throat> I'm gonna just say my 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 uh input on it before we get done talking. So y'all can have the floor. But 
these teachers get tired, y'all. They get tired, man. Like, they already dealing with not only young kids, but these are like high school kids. So you know that it's going to be a little bit of tussle back and forth mm -hmm. with these kids. Because guess what? They already think that they're grown. You get what I'm saying? Right. So right. let me just show y'all this video, and y'all can just give me y'all input. Oh, God damn it! You chose for me to be hell to fight on you. What you do is I bring your right hand to my face. I'm going to do all type of shit. I'm trying to be a goddamn disrespected every goddamn day. But all I'm going to tell you, I very nicely told you what to do. I don't have to touch you got that phone. But it wouldn't even come to that. It wouldn't even come to it. You gotta right. do what you're supposed to do. Right, don't say anything else to me. Alright, cool. Don't you come cry. Enough is a goddamn milk. Bro, what the I don't blame me. I'm I'm sorry, I don't blame me. These kids be too much, man. Like, bro, hey, look. <laughs> he lucky that you mean that student lucky that this wasn't back in the day when you mean no, teachers was allowed was allowed to whoop your ass. Yeah. Like now it's oh well you can't put your hand on um or should I put it like this? These new parents have forgotten that it takes a village to be able to raise these children. Mm -hmm. And they also have forgotten that you have to be a parent you have to teach your child that they have to respect those in authority because what i've noticed from a lot of these new parents is that they want to say well um respect is given it is and i will say respect or, or respect is earned i'm sorry respect is earned so in order for my child to respect you, you have to respect my child. And it's like, wait, hold up. I thought I was the adult. Mm -hmm. I thought I put in the time to, you mean, to make it to this point. So your child has to come and learn from me. So what I have to teach your child in order for them to learn to be able to, like, be successful in life. I don't. I don't, I don't, I, I can't stand for your child to come into my class, be disruptive to the other, to the other students that's actually there wanting to learn. And two, for your child to come into my class and disrespect me. Like, bro. First and, off, and they don't even know, they don't even know what teachers go through on a daily basis. We already know that they don't even get paid enough exactly, to do this. Bro, I was you just what I'm getting saying? ready to say that. They don't get paid enough to do that at all, Nitty. They don't. They don't get paid enough for that, man. Right. And like, bro. They're some of the most disrespected, probably workers that we all know. We all probably know a teacher or two, you know? So, yeah. That, that's sick, man. And, you know, so to kind of go a little bit off topic, to, I mean, but it's still mm. on topic to it. <laughs> It's kind of our fault, though, that teachers aren't paid the way that they should be, because yeah. every time yeah. these levies come around and it's, yeah. and it's time to vote, when they put these levies up, we're voting them down. Mm -hmm. We're voting no on them. And they wonder why, you know what I'm saying, kids like schools are losing out on funding for art class, shops class, um, um, 
uh, after school sports, any kind of after school, anything after school, losing out on them because we're voting these things. I mean, to help pay for it down because you don't want to pay a couple bucks in taxes. Like, bro, this is the thing that, that bothers me the most about American citizens. We are some of the most selfish motherfuckers ever. It's always me, 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 me. But then when you when you sit back and you look over like across the pond and you see these other countries like their life expectancy being 80 to 90 years old, they get months on end of vacation walking in the door their minimum wage, $20, $30 on the hour is the minimum wage. And yet, they got universal health care over there. But yet, we, we so selfish that we can't even vote to have universal health care. I would rather, look, look, listen, listen. I would rather pay an extra 100 to $200 a year in taxes if that meant both of y'all were to able were able to go to a hospital without work with without the worry that you're going to get a hospital bill or or better yet you know a lot of these other countries they go to when they leave uh high school they can enroll college for free right Hey, I want to add in this real quick. Like going to Canada, they pay you to live there. And another thing, too, for child support, I heard that they actually fund the father. They fund the father. Like, even if you're like, I heard if you like, I forgot how it goes. So if you're like a single father, I think they fund you from what I know. I have to look it up and make sure, but I've heard this. They actually do that, man. So, yeah, it's it's, it's different. I, I bring this up to people all the time about like countries other countries mm-hmm. that when say say you and you and Cuzzo y'all get pregnant uh-huh. and, we, and we was living over in one of the other countries bro yeah. she would get a year yeah yeah I of, heard about that paid, well she gets six months paid leave six months unpaid leave that's you also, you as the father would get six months of paid leave just so that way y'all can spend time with the baby. Dang. Then yeah, then after that, like in uh England, after y'all get out of the hospital, y'all get a nanny provided for you. For That's you to either sweet. you can go and do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. You can lay there and take a nap. The nanny takes care of the kid. And cleans Dang. your house. See, hey, and I even heard something that's sweet though. And I, I heard this the other day too, man. Like in Jamaica, you just pay one flat fee, whatever you owe the uh government, you just pay it. And that's that, that's it. You don't do nothing, like it ain't nothing. You just pay a flat fee of what you own. That's it. Right. That's like, it. Bro. You ain't gotta, yeah, man. It's different. It's different, man. But what was your thoughts on the on the teacher thing, uh Tumbo? Uh, personally, you think he was wrong? I don't think he was wrong. 
Um, these kids need that. Right. They they yeah. need. It. See. So sure. now, I know it'll probably gonna look at me crazy when I say this, but say for instance that that teacher would have disciplined that child. He would have mm-hmm. slow. Would have hit him, whoopity whoop, beat him up. Yeah. That same child would have probably would have got mad, got a gun, and came up to shoot the school up. Yeah. And guess yeah, what? Right. And guess what? They go ask the parent. They look at the parent like, hey, where did the child get the gun from? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Well, do you know your child? Did y'all know he punched my son? And they're going to make it seem like the teacher was wrong. That you same know, child. <clears throat> that same child. I, I, say this all, I say this all the time. Sorry to cut you off. No, you good, bro. I, you good. I say this all the time. Number one, people are so scared to take an ass whooping. Yeah. The first thing they want to do is go grab a gun. Number two, like I said, if these parents nowadays stop trying to be their child's friend, that too, and put the boundary there, like, bro, hey, you mean they're not knock their head between a washer and dryer. That, I would just, uh, I would say too. I would say they're also hypocrites too. The parents can be big hypocrites, man. Because mm-hmm. just looking at it, if you know that your kid has a chance, or maybe is, or possibly can hang out with this crowd, and they're out in the community doing this, that, and that, you're not doing nothing about it. You're just like, oh, okay, well. I ain't got to deal with him. I'm already working two jobs. Like, this is doing too much dealing with him. You know what I mean? But you're doing what you have to by going up to the school. That's a bad, that's bad parenting to me. Because you're not you're not worried about that kid. But wait, hold on. So, some to, to your point, and saying, like, what you, and some of what you just said about, well, I already got to work two jobs. That's yeah. part of the problem right there. People are not being paid enough to where they don't have to work two jobs mm-hmm. so that way yeah. they can be at home yeah. with their child but but I will say my bad brother I'm like I will say this it, it all falls down I think on the parent like court on the core of the parent too because heck man like I said I grew up the way that I grew up and I'm not basing it off of me but the way that I grew up my mom she was real tough on me really tough she wasn't my friend with nothing she was real tough on me she ain't let me do nothing bro when I used to go outside and play with y'all she was like man get upstairs and get that room clean but I'm not gonna lie and I'm gonna get a little bit of flat back from this I I know I am this generation is soft I said it they're soft and guess what another thing (laughs) Another soft. thing, soft. They soft, bro. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna put this in bold print. If that child is a problem now, he's gonna be fighting the case later. Facts. Yeah. Nah, for bro, real. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time, a little louder for those I, in the back. I'm gonna back, put girl. that in bold print. Good lord. If the child is bad right now. He's going to be fighting the case later. Don't let that go over your head, y'all. If he's bad uh, right now, he's going to be fighting the case later. I, I have to, it. I have to be, 
I have to be very tight-lipped on this episode for different reasons. But um, I will say I have to be very tight. Well, so I'm not gonna get too much into this. You know what I mean? So I'm rather just move it along. You know what I'm saying? And just move it along. All right. So, uh, so hey, earlier this week, <clears throat> earlier this week, I've been hearing more of the Shannon Sharp slander. First off, I got a lot to say about this. Shannon Sharp, the the stuff that this man has been receiving. Has been downright disrespectful, bro. Man. And he's been he's been receiving this ever since Cat Williams been on the show. That's why I yeah. said it's a gift because he gave him such a new audience and brought him to new heights to where he can get these big names on his show. But it's a curse because it's a lot to come with it. You know what I mean? You can't you can't uh mediate that and being okay. You get what I'm saying? It is it's out of control now. Like people really coming for him, bro. So on this latest clip, we got the OG Eddie Griffin coming after him now. You get what I'm saying? And before this, we all know the situation that he had with Mike Epps. We all know about that. They got that thing right though. But I just think it's kind of unfair. It's really unfair to Shannon, man. But let's go ahead and look at this clip and we can come back to it. What they're doing now is that they found out that Shannon is the hot thing. They're using the same joke. But at some point in time, it's going to get old and people going to get tired of y'all saying, You can tell how that nigga drank that he gay, nigga. He kept on saying, Now, now, cat. That Shannon gay and Shannon this. And you're going to have to get back to telling jokes. Hmm. Now, please tell me you're not running out of jokes. Please tell me. Please tell me you're not going to use Shannon as your punchline. For the next three, four, five years, you're going to have to start telling jokes. Like Wendy Williams didn't go anywhere. She just got to wait there. Please tell me you got jokes. I'm telling you, you ain't fooling nobody. Let them say whatever. You know who you are. Right. You know what you are. I want to say this real quick <clears throat> before y'all get to talking. Like, standing sharp, man, people been using him even before all of this stuff happened with Kat. First off, when you're on a when you're on a high level of things, when you're up on the mountaintop, people going to want a piece of that pie some type of way. It ain't just by being on his show. You get what I'm saying? It's not just by being on there and, and, and talking and conversing with him, it's by mentioning this man's name now. You mentioned Shannon Sharp. Oh, yeah, you got you something. You got you a couple minutes of fame. So that's what he's saying when these people are like, when he's like, oh, I hope they ain't running out of the jokes. They go right to the Shannon Sharp. You get what I'm saying? And that's right. weak to me. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I just think it's unfair for him. I mean, what do y'all think? I think it's unfair that the criticisms he's receiving. Like, what do y'all think? Go ahead, Tombo. Shannon, Shannon Sharp been getting before, before the Cat Williams and all this. He been getting negative criticism since he left the uh, what's that that undisputed. that show, undisputed, undisputed. They've been they've been putting him in the news line. Been talking about him since he left that show. At the end of the day, like you said, it's gonna get old. It's gonna get old. I'm just and none of them guys can beat him. I'm gonna be honest. They can't I'm beat just him. I'm just looking like this, like 
Black History Month too. Really? Dang, that's the way y'all gonna do y'all brother. The the it ain't I'm not trying to be funny, but it ain't like it's outside. You know what I'm saying? The these are people that's in the industry together. They know each other. All these people know each other. That's like me calling Nitty. Like, man, hey, boy, you fruitcake, boy. You you this, you that. Man, why am I coming up to my own brother for? If we had a problem, I would call him like, hey, man, hey, I, I want to talk to you about something that I heard. You know what I'm saying? We're going to chop it up, and we're going to get that situation straight. Because I'm just calling somebody out over the internet. That, that shows how weak of a man you are to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really don't condone it. You know what so, I'm saying? I like prime example of when uh Shannon had uh uh, uh what was her name? Um Monique. Monique on his show. And she started talking about how she was upset with him about what happened between him and Skip. Oh yeah, and yeah. She was like, because in that moment and listening to Skip, I was waiting for you to, you know what I mean, jump across the, the 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 counter and snatch him up. And it's like, bro, first and foremost, he can't do that. He got to protect right. his brand, right? You know I mean he can't just lash out like that because then he would have definitely gotten the label of angry black man. Kinda, kinda how. Monique's career is like so right <laughs> then it's like for everybody to want to try to come at him because I mean uh like Corey Holcomb going after Ari not Ari Spears but uh uh Donnell Rollins I don't know oh, if you've yeah, seen that yeah. like bro come on man we we need to be sticking together that's first and foremost, man. We already got enough going against us. Envious. Being stop envious. Us next, man. Being, being envious or having jealousy is the most dangerous trait a person can have. Like, I can't be jealous it, of you or it, envious of you of anything yeah. that you got because I can go get it myself. And you can go get it yourself, right. And... You can tell that they it, it hit such a nerve in them because you know what they're thinking. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk from their standpoint because they're looking right. at Shannon, they're not looking at Shannon as the journalist, they're not looking at him as a journalist, they're looking at him as man, how can this big no-neck athlete on here, man? He's he's on he's on this podcast, like like he's like a like a male Barbara Walters. How did he get this much clout? Like, yeah. but they don't know. Shannon been putting in work for a long time. He Wait, he's right. a hall of famer. That man has an audience. He been out an audience. Right, right. That, that man that literally he played for the Broncos. You yep. played with John Elway and all them guys, man. He also had been, been had it. He been had it. Hey, but you know what? Davis and them, man. He played with some good guys, man. People it, are, real football fans know who Shannon Sharp is. Playing oh, right. yeah. And it's so crazy to me because we hear little stuff about Oprah here and there, but even she don't receive this type of hate, this type of hate. 
I mean, hers is different. Cause nah, I, I get what you're it, it's, it's, it's a whole nother level on, on her. Like I, it is, and that's why I say they 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 different. Some people will be like, oh man, they're the same. No, they're not. No, they're go look at both of their situations, it's totally different. Nah, because Oprah, the reason like she get hate is because of the stuff that she hers is, she's allegedly involved involved in. Hers is I, my opinion. Hers is validated. Um, hey, like, from what just to go do y'all research, but from what I've seen, hers is validated. Shannon like, Sharp is just straight envy. That's I'm telling you, that's envy, man. Because you got to think, a lot of these guys has been in the entertainment industry for years, right? He just got into journalism. Well, not just got there, but a few way like few years back, he haven't been doing it all his life, obviously, because he was right. a player, but. When he did, a lot of these guys are looking at him like, man, like he's just another athlete, man, just spewing crazy stuff out of his mouth, trying to get clout. But like Tumbo said, he been had a he been he been had this. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing new. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing new. But uh, but yeah, we gonna move on. This is the last topic, man, of the night. Uh, tried to squeeze in like two more, but yeah, it's kind of getting a little. Yeah, it's getting a little late. Yeah, but uh. I will say thank you, baby. <laughs> appreciate it, Lena. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Um Damn. so we're gonna um we're gonna talk about this last topic. And uh dang if I can okay. Now this last topic, it it kind of hurt me, man. It it really hurt me. Uh I was on Instagram earlier this week scrolling. Y'all know I follow the 85 South show, man. Shout out to Carlos Miller. You know what I mean? Chico Bean. You know I mean, all the boys over there at 85 South. Long story short, man, they took DC's bag, bro. They took this man's bag from his car. Somebody went in his car, took some items that really wasn't, I mean, obviously wasn't theirs. It ends up having his deceased wife's death certificate in there. And when I tell you that hurt me, I'm like, man, I ain't know what to say, That's man. Bad, man. His bag was stolen, and he's pleading for it for him to get it back. I'm gonna play this video. You can just hear it in his voice, man, on how much this has meant to him, man. So let's go to this video, man. DC Youngfly pleads with car thieves to return his backpack that had his personal belongings in there. We don't want, we don't want no money in there, we don't want nothing. We nothing. It's just the personal shit that's in there. You do what I'm saying? I really hate that I gotta do all this shit, bro. Bro, just bring me my bag, bro. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Just bring me the bag, bro. The bag got my. The bag got my girl death certificate in it. It got personal belongings in it. I just need the bag, bro. I just want the bag, bro. Really just bring it back with everything in it because there wasn't nothing in it. Just bring me the bag. Three. Sad. It's, it's very sad, man. You know, Believe it or not, some people are saying, oh, well, why would he bring that out on the road with him anyways? 
That's not. It don't. Point. It ain't none of your business why he brought that out not on the royal wedding. Right. Like, bro, that's that, sick. It's, it's his shit. It's his he stuff. Got right to, he got the right to do whatever the hell it is that he want to do with that shit. And it ain't none of our business what he wants to do of where he's got it. So and 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 it hurts me because DC man, you know, of course we don't know the man in his personal life, but from what we see, man, he a solid dude. He a real nigga, man. Right. He's a real dude. Like he right. real stand-up dude. He, he seemed like he 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 even said, like, hey man, like I would, you know, I'll pray for the people who stole the bag. Maybe they thought that something was in there. He'd be the first one to tell you. But so for the simple fact that this happened for somebody like him. It it just it's hurtful, man. And it shows the rest of us like, dang, like, yeah, you can be as nice as you can want or as real as you want, but people people gonna be people at the end of the day, right? And yeah. people still gonna do what they do. I'm gonna be real with y'all, bro. Um they're not gonna give them that bag back. That's sad. That's sad. That's and, sad. And, and, yeah. he is. and because people they 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 that's like that's like they go that's like a snatching their character like oh all right I'm gonna take ten million dollars from you I'm gonna take ten somebody came and took ten million dollars from me and I say man that ten million dollars man I needed that ten million dollars man I needed that to take care of my business I got this that I got people that I gotta take care of this bring me back a million people pride you know what? I wanna know what's bringing back that million dollars because he at the end of the day what he about to do to me and this I this hurts me to say this. this. Not to cut you off, brother, but yeah, bro. it people say, oh, there wasn't no money in there. Here's the thing, though. They're not thinking that death certificate, sadly, is going to end up with TMZ. I'm telling y'all that right now. It is. The reason I say that, we know how this go. We know. Come on, man. We're not oblivious to what's going to be going to happen. They're going to turn that into TMZ, bro. Because TMZ will want to see something like that, and that's how they're gonna get the money. Because they originally thought that money was in his bag all along. So it's very hurtful that this had happened to somebody like DC or just anybody, period, man. And it was stolen right. in Hollywood. And so to kind of go like Hollywood, horrible anyway. Um, it is, it is for what for what you were saying, Tumbo, like. I understand your analogy, but with the money, that that's something different. Now, yeah. if now if it had been like your mom's ashes, that's pretty much what you know I'm saying that death certificate is. Like, and it's like, bro, I look, I don't care about the bag, right? Just bring me like bring me the stuff that was in the bag. That's all I care about. Bring me the stuff that was in the bag. You could have a bag. Hey, and if it was me, bro, I even autographed the bag for you. It, it, yeah. Hey, you, you'll get more out of it than, you know what I'm saying, than what you think you would. But the stuff that was in that bag. <laughs> and from what I know, from what bro. I know, like the people, <laughs> the people are trying to uh, get the bag back by... <laughs> Try to have what? a serious moment here. Your ass sitting over here playing with, <laughs> with a dinosaur house that. shoe, man. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. We, we back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I, I guess that's payback there, huh? 
but I I just uh payback. No, nah, <laughs> nah, I, I just forgot I, I what I was saying. And I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, <laughs> I guess that's payback for hey. the Darius Tony Rick. <laughs> hey, real talk, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now it's over. It's over. It's over. Hold on, y'all. Let me prop this up before we go. Hold on. Oh my god. So I did right. this. I did this on hot route, right? I did this on hot route. <laughs> and we began to start talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and Kadoodoo Tony, better known as Kadarius Tony. They said that this dude got a ring. He didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing. He like a 5'11 pound nothing. Hey, bro, he helped he was, him get he was, there. He was at the game for he, nothing. He helped him get there. Man, look, no, he did not. He helped them get nowhere. Kadarius Tony is <laughs> he hey, he's a team. man. Look, man, look. I don't care if I got Chiefs fans in here. Hey, so be it. But Kadarius Tony didn't help y'all do nothing. Hey, man, my side hurt, bro. He didn't help y'all do nothing at all, man. And you know what else? You want to say something else? Hey, Taylor Swift. She should write a song about him. Oh my god! And guess what? Guess what? And call it. Give him a track. Give him a track. You know why? Because you know he'll drop it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bed, bro. You know he'll drop it. That's why. That's why. That's why. I love y'all. Thanks for and the support. <laughs> nah. Nah. Now, we ain't, we ain't going nowhere. Bro. Now, let me tell y'all that, nah, I've been holding on and wanting to talk on something. So I finally get here and y'all ain't going to let me talk now. But Kadarius Tony, I'm just saying this: just do better, just do better. All right, do better next year. That's all I'm saying. Now on the hot route, wait, 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 we talk about wait, wait. wait. You saying that like he's still gonna be on the Chiefs? It's over. He will. He is sadly. But I'll say this, bro, because they're gonna end up getting. They're gonna end up getting. like he dropped them I ain't past. gonna like who name that I seen attached to the Chiefs. Y'all ain't gonna like it. I've been seeing Justin Jefferson name attached to the Chiefs. I yeah, have. I have too. Like, yep, yep, that's a real thing, man. And guess what? They're gonna have the money to do it. All right, the for real. <laughs> if hey, he go to the hey, if he go to the Chiefs, you can say what you want. You can say what you want, but that's a scary combination, boy. Hey, real talk, it is. All right. I'll be worried about that one. Oh hell yeah, I'm worried. I'll be worried about that he, one. He gonna get he gonna get another he gonna get another bowl if he get if he get Justin Jess, Jefferson. Hey, that that's, that's one cheating. that's one team I don't want him to go to. That's cheating. It is. It is. worse than what they already do. That's cheating. It is. It is, man. Fuck out of here, man. But man, y'all gonna have to tune into the hot route for that, man. But this has been another episode, man, of unscripted vibes, man. I'm your boy KG. That's boy, Nitty. Nitty. And the boy Tumbo joined us uh, today. Thanks, Tumbo, for joining us, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for letting me bless this, man. Get this blessing, bro. Yeah, and make sure, like I said, tap in with Tumbo. You know what I mean? Tap in with him to see what's going on with the Two Lit Fridays, man. And he'll he'll get you well acquainted with the situation going on, man. But that's been Unscripted Vibes, man. And uh, I just want to tell y'all, man, we love y'all. Keep celebrating Black History strong, man. And uh, let's keep making them proud. So, Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, peace.
Good night. <laughs>